Hi guys, how we doing? Happy Monday to all. Hope you guys are getting started off well for your new work week. It's Richie of the Jordan Patrick Show. If you haven't already, I want you guys to check out my IG post with my thoughts on who the New York Giants should be trading ahead of the deadline coming up. Now, I'm going to go into five players who I believe the New York Giants should move on from. Number one is probably the most unpopular of the five. Running back Saquon Barkley, who happens to be my favorite New York Giant currently. It's frustrating because I wholeheartedly believe that Saquon has the ability to become a true generational talent. As the front office thought when they drafted him thinking that he can be kind of like a combination of a Bo Jackson and a Barry Sanders. But sadly, the New York Giants have not been able to run the ball consistently to play into Barkley's strengths. And I also think that a lot of what Barkley has been able to accomplish has been solely based on his freakish athletic ability. Now, this is a player going back to his draft that was taken number three overall. Now, this was a draft that also had players like Lamar Jackson, who is a league MVP already at the quarterback position. This is a draft that also featured a guy like Quentin Nelson, who is one of the best offensive linemen in all of football. There were other players that the Giants could have drafted. And I think looking back at it, hindsight is always 2020. But taking a running back at three in this era of football just never seems to be wise. And as much as I love Saquon Barkley, I do believe that the Giants are regretting it. He's had a legitimate injury history. And with the lost season at one in five, there are a lot of teams that I'm sure would love to implement a player of Barkley into their offense and make a title run with him. My gut tells me that the Giants are probably not going to make this move. I think they are quite petrified to do it because of the fact that from a marketing standpoint, he has become the face of the franchise. And I believe that on a team where you're not winning football games, you at minimum want to have that one player that is synonymous with your organization, and Saquon certainly fits the bill on that. That will be interesting to see what the Giants ultimately do. My gut tells me no, but I think they should do it. Another player that the Giants should consider trading, Graham Gano, the kicker. He is among one of the highest-paid kickers in the whole league, and I just don't view it as a smart asset because of the fact that the Giants consistently can't score points and they are nowhere near the race. Kicking is at a premium in the NFL. And I believe that with certain teams that are vying for a championship this year, adding a player like Gano would be massive for them and they might be willing to actually part with a draft pick. And it's rare that you can get a draft pick for a kicker, but I do believe that Gano is in that class. In my opinion, one of the top three or four kickers in the entire NFL. Not a smart asset because the Giants are paying him a lot. So yes, I think they should move on from Graham Gano. 
Will Hernandez, offensive guard, who was actually taking in the same draft as Saquon Barkley. I think the Giants need to come to terms with the fact that he is not the long-term answer at the position. I think the Giants have made a mistake. And while it might seem strange to move on from an offensive lineman on a team where the offensive line has been one of their weak points, I still think that if it's not a long-term answer, got to see if you can move on. Giants have 11 draft picks coming up in the next draft, so I believe at this point, with a lost season and it's not even Halloween yet, I think the Giants need to pile on as many draft picks as possible. Jabril Peppers, another player who stands out to me that could potentially be tradable. Peppers is very versatile. He returns punts. He's very athletic. But I do believe that the player he replaced, he's a little too much like. That player being Landon Collins, who in my opinion is better suited to be a linebacker. Plus, with the emergence of Xavier McKinney, who actually had two interceptions yesterday, I believe that Peppers is incredibly replaceable. Lastly, a player that stands out to me that I do think it would almost be a no-brainer for the Giants to move on from would be Evan Ingram. Ingram is the last holdover, really, of any significance from the Jerry Reese era. When drafted, I think the Giants envisioned him being one of the new age hybrid tight ends who was a perennial pro bowler. In a very, I guess you could say, watered down pandemic season, voting-wise, he did make a pro bowl last year. Ingram has had a lot of trouble, number one, being on the field, and number two, being a part of game plans. But the value in acquiring a player like Ingram, say if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe the San Francisco 49ers, basically a team that already has a superstar tight end, I believe that adding Ingram can give an offense a nice jolt. But it's clear that he has failed the Giants and the Giants have failed him in terms of getting maximum production because part of coaching is you got to get players in a position to produce and when you look at the Giants on paper and you look at what you're seeing on the TV it's mind-boggling how with the talent they have they are not able to get these players in positions to succeed that falls on the coaching that falls upstairs it's it's definitely a domino effect but these are players that I wholeheartedly think the Giants should move on from now what's interesting here is going back to Peppers for a moment, he was part of that Odell Beckham trade. Reason I bring up Odell is to touch back on the Saquon thing. The Giants have proven in the past that they are not afraid to move on from very popular players. Justin Tuck was a little older when they allowed him to walk, but he was vital in our two most recent Super Bowl victories. Odell was the face of the franchise. They allowed him to walk, though, because of a lot of controversy off the field. 
Now, speaking of Super Bowls, which is something that most Giant fans view as a distant memory, yesterday was the 10-year anniversary honoring the champions of Super Bowl 46. Tuck, who I already mentioned, Eli Manning, Victor Cruz, a lot of Giants greats were in the house along with former head coach Tom Coughlin. And I think the most deflating thing is that you naturally as a fan would expect that this is a day that even if you're not the better team, you expect your team to put on a, a good fight. Early on, the Giants were able to make the Rams punt twice. But as the game continued into the first quarter, the Giants were not able to keep anyone on the Rams defensive line off of Daniel Jones. Also losing starting offensive tackle Andrew Thomas as well as wide receiver Kadarius Toney. Just really put a dent and a dagger, so to speak, at any chance the Giants had of winning. But I think the most troubling thing I saw yesterday, towards the end of the game, it appeared that guys checked out and there was a lack of effort. Now, this kind of falls on the coaching staff now. I've said on my previous Giants rant that I do believe that general manager Dave Gettleman is gone but something historically that embattled GMs do is shake things up and that is part of the reason why some of these players who I already named I do believe might be on the way out it's going to be incredibly interesting to see how the Giants play this because I I already said Gettleman's probably gone I think they got to move on from offensive coordinator Jason Garrett. And I also think a troubling thing is that a defense, which last year kept them in a ton of games, this year just seems like a true mess in pass coverage. And they have been getting embarrassed and burned and just, they look terrible. They look like a JV team yesterday. So I would think Patrick Graham might be on the way out too. The interesting thing that I think makes head coach Joe Judge safe is that the Giants are in a position that's strange because they are actually paying their previous head coach, who currently works for the Denver Broncos, Pat Shermer. And I would have to think that the New York Giants would not want to fire another coach and pay another coach that can probably be employed somewhere else while having to go through the hiring process all over again. And I guess it really comes down to just how far rock bottom the Giants do go they're currently one in five the trade deadline hasn't occurred yet but I do believe that these are some of the moves that could and should be made and while I can probably add another player or two off the top of my brain I'll say maybe Lorenzo Carter who hasn't really produced and I'll go as far as even Darius Slayton because with the emergence of Kadarius Tony, I would have to think that Shepard Tony and Galladay moving forward would be the Giants' big three at wide receiver. And they still have Kyle Rudolph at tight end, so I believe that that kind of makes Ingram expendable at this point as well. Giants, few bright spots. I do believe that Daniel Jones has proven that he can be the guy. I don't think yesterday was a glaring example of that, but I also question if he was truly ready considering that he was coming out of concussion protocol. 
Now, no player is going to admit that they weren't prepared. But I actually believe the Giants did him a disservice by putting him out there yesterday against such a physical defense like the Rams. I mean, I understand he passed the test, but clearly he did not look ready. Having said that, I do think he's been a bright spot. Kadarius Toney, who's a rookie, has been amazing. Hopefully his injury will not keep him out long. But this is a team that is broken from top to bottom. And these are moves that I think need to be made in order for them to attempt to rectify, which is more or less a seven to eight year rebuild at this point. As Coach Coughlin said yesterday to the Giant fans and to anyone listening who is a Giant fan, I would say just kind of hang tough. It's not fun losing. It's not fun being a bad team. But when they do eventually get back to greatness, it's times like this that make you appreciate it more. At any rate, I wish everyone a phenomenal day and take care. If you haven't, please subscribe on YouTube. Have a lot of our video content on there. And you can find this on Spotify once we get this one published for you. Take it easy.